Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bladed Apples, a horror podcast that is dropped in your trick-or-treat bag. I'm Rocky. I'm Blaze. And today we are going to give you the stuff you want. One one lick is never enough. <laughs> because we're talking about Larry Cohen's The Stuff. I think maybe the first Larry Cohen movie we've fully talked about. I know we've referenced him in the show before. Yeah, that's kind of sad. We should yeah. have a Larry Cohen season. A little mini season of Larry Cohen. Yeah, that's, that's the next one. Yeah, because this is definitely one of his weaker movies. Um, <laughs> Fuck you. I love this movie. <laughs> I like this stuff. I mean, listen, a weak Larry Cohen film is still a pretty good film. Um, yeah just because it's him. But we'll be having a little bit of news before that, as well as talking about a Vidya game. And uh, You don't get a story today. I couldn't find some that goes with the stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. But before all that, what's been going on this week? Fucking nothing. Um, Nothing but uh, got a new job. Yeah, that's exciting. Paying the bukus. Yeah. Um, so now the job I'm currently at feels like uh, torment in hell. <laughs> and that's usually how it goes. You got just refer back to our episode about uh, Pinhead in Space, Hellraiser uh, 4. Um, and just like whatever Pinhead was the CEO in that episode. <laughs> that, that's your right. problem right now. <laughs> Get in the laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> They're just every day while you're at this job. It just feels like you're stuck in a laundry room. It does. Yeah. But that and uh, old Blaze here is going to ride the Haunted Mansion before the next episode for That's the right. first time that I'll be able to remember it. <laughs> I, bet, I bet your uh, your review will be, it's all right. And you'd be fucking wrong because it's the best ride. I gotta admit, there's like a new Mickey Mouse cartoon ride that looks really interesting. Yeah, I haven't in wrote it yet. That's over in uh, Hollywood Studios, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah so I'm ready. Well, we'll explain to the audience why this is a thing. Like, what are you doing? Page, oh, we're doing it for Paige's birthday. Yeah, going to Disney. This is the first time as an adult you've been to Disney? Yeah, uh, last time I went to Disney was 1994. Four, so I was three, and you've been living in Florida for a long time. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I, I've been to Universal Studios plenty of times. Yeah, Never, we, we do Universal a lot. Yeah, Universal's. I, I mean, I haven't been to Disney, so I can't say if I like it better. But I have a feeling I'll like it better. <laughs> um, it's different. I don't know how to explain it. I mean, on one hand, I love going to Universal because I can go Universal alone just in the afternoon, which you can do at Disney also, but uh, with Disney, I get creepier looks. <laughs> Universal, you know, it's, it feels like it's a little more understanding. You can go as an adult, you can drink and walk around the park, you know, ride a few roller coasters or whatever, but I'm not going to try to go to fucking Magic Kingdom by myself in the middle of the daytime. <laughs> hey, what are you kids up to? Yeah. I'm alone today. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't, even yeah, drink a Magic, right. you can't drink a Magic Kingdom anyways. Don't worry, mom and dad. I'll watch him. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, on the flip side of the coin is that you can go to Epcot, uh, Epcot alone. You know, as an adult, because you know, there's that's more focused towards an older audience than Magic Kingdom or uh, or uh, Hollywood Studios. But Magic yeah. Kingdom, you can't drink. So 
Prep I found it funny. Uh, I found it funny. They're closing down the Star Wars resort already. That that was a uh, yeah. That was a dumb. That. that was a dumb idea. The five thousand dollars for a night at a hotel. I mean, it's a dumb idea. It's also such a niche audience. It's not like like if they did that for one of the major resorts and just gave it a Star Wars makeover seasonally. They probably it probably would have succeeded, but making a whole Star Wars hotel was just a dumb idea. Yeah, it was stupid. Yeah, there's not enough there's really there's not stupid. Enough market there. And then, they, well, not only that, the way the like the economy was not great before COVID, but it shat the bed at COVID. And then they're like, "We're gonna keep it at five thousand dollars a night." It's like, <laughs> are you fucking high? Yeah, they're uh, that was wishful thinking, and yeah, I, I think it's just an, another of the multitude of reasons they brought back. Old Bob Iger. <laughs> I feel like a bunch of this stuff went into motion whenever he stepped down as CEO or went to retirement. And he's like, all right, I'm coming back. After they <laughs> backed up a, a, a fucking truck full of money <laughs> at his door, just a <laughs> dump truck full of it, just dumped. He's like, all right, I guess I'll come back and fix all your stupid financial mistakes you did. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, but no, that's exciting. I'm excited to hear your review on Disney and all that. Um, and how much fun you have there and all that. You guys are going to have a good time. Um, oh, I'm sure I will. And the one thing I will say that I've learned about Disney over Universal is, holy shit, they have way many more vegan options. They got a shitload of vegan options. But, but you know, Universal's been getting really good about having a lot more vegan and vegetarian options that they're... Uh... I mean, first of all, I love that fucking... I love that Impossible Burger at fucking Universal. The Beyond Burger is so good. Dude, I don't think it's that special. I, like I really I, I think it's really... I don't know. Something about it. I don't know. I, I think the like best it. vegan dish you can get at Universal Studios is the... Uh, the What is it called, though? Yeah, the Beef Wellington at Finnegan's. Oh, yeah. The vegan Beef Wellington. Yeah. That shit's delicious. But a bunch of like food carts they have and everything where they put up like the food trucks for the different season things like Mardi Gras and stuff. They've been introducing a lot more vegan options than before. So I think that's pretty good, but yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, Disney, Disney wants your money. So they're definitely always presenting a lot of vegan. Yeah. Options. Yeah. They want and, everybody uh, a reason to come for once in our life. We've actually saved up money for something. So yeah, that's awesome. Now you guys got a yeah. good time. And you how many days are you guys going for this time? We're just going for two days. Um, we're, but I, I got us a little, uh, one of the Ramada resorts right outside of Disney. Yeah. Yeah. That's what so, those are there for. They're much cheaper than the, uh, major resorts, but the major resorts are cool. You can still go to, uh, welcome to Disney hour, everybody. <laughs> you can still go to, you can still go to the resorts. So you can go to like Trader Sam's and go to the Tiki bar there and stuff like that. You can still do the stuff at the major resorts without staying there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> Trader Sam's is cool, man. <laughs> Oh, um, okay. Moving on from Disney. Yeah, let's get into the um, news. Fuck, fuck your trip. <laughs> uh, well, uh, one piece of news I forgot to bring up pre-show. Um, the new horror game from Bethesda released Redfall. Okay. And it shat the fucking bed. Holy shit. What? Like it has a, a two. That's its rating is a two. What the fuck is Redfall? It, I didn't even hear about this. Redfall is um, imagine Borderlands, but you're fighting vampires. 
Uh, okay. So you, you think it would be okay. That yeah, seems like a concept. Especially since it's by Bethesda. Right. But it was... It like it came out like broken. It came out you couldn't get the multiplayer to work. The graphics were under sixty frames per second. Oh. Like it was just looking bad, and it has tanked. And it's kind of sent Xbox and Bethesda back to like, oh fuck, you know we have the last two like exclusive Xbox games we came out with bombed. Yeah. And we really need to fix that. So is it the, hopefully I mean, they get that shit together. But is that the kind of the thing about video games now? I mean, it's kind of a double-edged sword. I'm not a big fan of it because I feel like your work and the quality of your work should show when the game first gets released. But the whole idea of like patches and them able to fix games like over time. I, I don't think patches are a bad idea, but I think it's I I think the 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 idea that these companies are just releasing games. Right way before they're ready to come out and it's tanking the whole industry i think and everyone's like why aren't we making money off it it's like because you're coming out with a game that doesn't fucking work like you said it would yeah it was like the dungeons and dragons game was promising local Mm co-op forever right and that was like the biggest thing about it was that you could it would be like a new baldur's gate or something like that and once it came out they shut up about it and they're like we we couldn't figure it out. We couldn't get the local co-op to work. And then they, even after patches, they don't have local co-ops. Still. Right. Like they needed to give these people more time yeah. to, to come out with these games. Yeah. It, but, they're uh, trying to cut out crunch time and putting all that money into it, but then they're just making up for it whenever they bring these people back in to fix the game. over. Like, well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like you got to think of a, a good example. I was, uh, watching a video about they're like think about no man's sky mm-hmm. like that game came out and like the stuff it could do is amazing like randomly generating planets like an infinite game pretty much right like i that's an amazing thing but when it came out it was so fucking busted nobody could get it to work and it sucked and everyone hated it and there was even lawsuits against him for false advertising but now after they've patched and fixed all the stuff that they wanted to do before the studio made them come out with it, it's got like a huge cult following again. Yeah. It's funny how that so, works out. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Like it, they need to stop doing that, but okay. Moving on from games. Cause we got games later. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see. Uh, well, real quick, we won't delve too far into this, but we are now in a mid season break with the last drive in. First time to do yeah. a mid-season break. They did five episodes. We get five more at the end of June. What did you think of the new episode of The Last Drive-In? I liked it. It was um, a double of... What was the first movie this past week? What <laughs> was the first movie this past week? I know the second was Possession. Yeah, Possession was the second one. What was the first one? I'm trying to remember... Oh, Mutilator. It's Mutilator. Oh, you Mutilator. Yeah. It just dawned on me. Yeah. I remember Paige was like, Blaze, you've watched Mutilator like multiple times in front of me. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Mutilator is <laughs> all right. But I love me some possession. I love Mutilator. And if you guys want to hear our thoughts on possession, you can go back in time and listen to our episode from last year whenever Blaze talked about how much he loved possession. I've, I've grown to realize that it's just a movie that it is good but it is not 
something that I enjoy to watch. <laughs> yeah, there's Lovecraftian fuck monsters in it. Yeah, there is. But they're kind of, I don't know, like some of it is like, it's hard to watch. It's a hard to watch movie, not because it's like super gory or anything like that. But it's like, hey, do you want to see some fucking toxic relationships? It's like, oh, it feels no. Like, it, feels like, it really feel, it feels like an alien made a movie. And accidentally made the angriest breakup letter. <laughs> like, yeah. ever. It is the most hateful breakup letter. <laughs> Maybe it is an alien just making a breakup letter. Yeah. The movie feels like, I mean, purposefully feels like it's disconnected from reality. But um, if you guys haven't seen Possession, watch it because it's on Shutter right now. Um, and then go back and listen to our old episode talking about it. If you haven't listened to it, all six of you. Um <laughs> <laughs> we have some pretty good books right. in that one. Um, um, <clears throat> what else we got? Did you watch some uh, new movies? Yes. I watched two uh, movies that are... One is new to Shudder, and one is a new Shudder exclusive. Okay, what are they? Uh, the first one is uh, Devil's... It was a Devil's Doorway or Gateway? I texted this to you. <laughs> you texted to me? Yeah, I told you to watch it. Oh, how long ago was that? Like 19 days ago? It was over the weekend. Oh. Let me see here. Uh, oh, man, we talked a lot. Yeah, that's what I said. We, have to, <laughs> we got to have we all have these to. memes and all that. Is it the one with Danny Houston? No, uh, that's, that's the other one. That's the other one. Well, you know, I was going to go and watch it. But we'll just go for Danny's uh, Devil's. I think it's Devil's Gateway. Okay. Sure. Um, yep, I'm right. It was Devil's Doorway. Okay. Cool. Came out in 2018 originally for IFC. All right. Um, and it's the story about. Um, it's, uh, it's called a, a laundry back then. Which was like a uh, a housing for you know widowed women or single women with children or you know stuff like that in in Scotland and uh, or w- wait a minute this one was Irish okay first one's Irish second one's Scottish um, so th- it, it was set in uh, an Irish like nunnery where they in the laundry where they kept these women and stuff like that. Um, and it's these two priests come in uh, with like filming equipment because they're like, oh, we we were told there's a relic here or something like that. And the mother superior is like, nah, that's not true. What are you doing here? And find out that they're going to investigate uh, a bunch of missing reports of children and stuff like that. And ends up being a pretty cool little cult movie. Right. Um found footage if you hate found footage don't watch it if you don't mind found footage like me watch it um and then the consecration was the one with danny houston that came out this year and is a shutter exclusive that one is a bit of a it's like a trippy possession movie in a way because a woman is like terrified of all these things being well i can't really talk about too much or i'm gonna give a give away the twist but um, the acting's great in it. The story's pretty interesting, and there's there's a 
twist at the end. By the time you get through over half the movie, you're like, you well know what the twist is going to be. Right. But, but the, it, it, they do some interesting things in there and there's some really great kill scenes. Yeah, in they show the trailer for that. The week driving before driving, last driving before last. I was interested in saying, uh, yeah, it's good. I recommend it. Cool. Yeah. And I, uh, I got to catch up on some of those Shutter originals I've been severely lacking. Um, speaking of independent uh, and occult, uh, we've had some deaths this past week. Oh, I was getting ready to press the button. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I mean, you can, but I mean, it wouldn't make any sense. But, no. <laughs> but um, we had some deaths, uh, first of which um, Kenneth Anger. That's a segue to go to Kenneth Anger. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kenneth Anger um, died at the age of 96. Uh, he was an underground experimental filmmaker, for anybody that doesn't know, um, and also one of the first openly gay filmmakers um, and made a shitload of uh, homoerotic and Satan worshiping films whenever uh, homosexuality was still illegal in the US, uh, especially as a filmmaker, to uh, put on movies. Um, he put out a lot. Um, he was fascinated by Alistair Crowley. He put out a bunch of really weird short films. And mostly short films you can go on YouTube and find them for free. Uh, they're about like 20 minutes long. Uh, he did Lucifer Rising. He did uh, Scorpio Rising. Um, he wrote a gossip book called Hollywood Babylon. Um, that was very popular back in the 60s. Um, and he was just a super progressive experimental director. Um that made some really weird fucking shit. Like if you look up stuff about Kenneth anger, he lived a very, very interesting life. Um, and his movies are fucking weird, nonsensical music video type things. With a lot of satanic imagery blaze. You will love it. <laughs> Honestly, All right. I'm in. I think just cause you probably get a lot of the image references uh, in his movies. Um, but yeah, he died at the age of 96 uh, yesterday, the same day as Tina Turner, who also, passed away um the queen of rock and roll um sad uh had a hard life for a good portion of it as seen in a little movie called what's love got to do with it which you just saw recently no how long was that ago Paige? like six months ago it was a, a while ago okay and and what'd you think of that i thought it was good it was a good movie like that's one thing, like, Paige is pretty good about making me watch classic movies I would never normally right. watch, and usually I enjoy them. I think the only one she showed me that I didn't really care for was Pretty in Pink. Oh, I like Pretty in Pink. It doesn't age well, I don't think. I mean, some of the uh, some of the stuff in it, but I I like Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, my, my feelings of what's I've got to do with it is, let's say if that was the first movie, let's say in the 90s, that was the first movie you saw with Lawrence Fishburne. You would hate him for fucking life. <laughs> you would yeah. never okay. like him ever again. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a good thing he was in film before yeah, that. He was a fucking monster in that movie. Of course, that that's memed a lot now, him as Ike uh, and that cake scene. But um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, well, a I mean, monster in that movie. So it was Ike Turner. Yeah, so. yeah. I had I had to double check and make sure he was already dead. Uh, I forgot if he had died. Tell me he died man. first. Um, but yeah, it's sad. Tina Turner was an amazing uh, performer and 
so influential. Uh, so she'll be missed. A couple other people that passed away, Andy Rourke of the Smiths, their bassist, um, passed away. Um, I mean, not current bass because they haven't been a band for a long time, but he was the bassist of the Smiths. Um, amazing bassist. Um, as well as old LG Ward from The Damned. Uh, he he played bass on um, Machine Gun Etiquette. And um, he was another, the bass sound of that album is fucking great too. Um, so I actually have another death to add to that. Who's that? That I, um, the original bassist of St. Vitus had passed away. Mark Adams. Really? Yeah. He died uh, today. Fucking bassist genocide. He died today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he died oh, today. Man, that sucks. Or it was announced today. It was apparently over the weekend. No, oh, that sucks, man. A lot of a lot of musicians yeah. passing away. Um, Saint Vitus will always be one of the greats. Yeah, so he was on all the best albums. Yeah, Saint Vitus is awesome. All right. Uh, speaking of legends, Cage Watch. We got Nick Cage news. <laughs> We haven't done a cage watch in a minute. <laughs> uh, what do we got? Uh, Nick Cage is going to be starring in a movie called The Surfer, which is a uh, psychological thriller that is about wounded. The surfer decides to remain at the beach, declaring war against those in control of the bay. But as the conflict escalates, the stakes spin wildly out of control, taking the surfer to the edge of his sanity. So it's some psychological thriller. Uh, revenge flick that Nick Cage is going to be in. Um, we'll see how Cage will let him be because the more rope you give him and the more direction you give him, uh, the better normally. <laughs> yeah. It depends who he works with. Um, and he'll also be, they announced that he's going to be in Dead by Daylight. Yeah, which I thought was very interesting. They haven't said exactly what he'll be. I don't know if he's going to be a hero or a killer. I feel like if it's up to him, he wants to play a killer. <laughs> oh, 100%. I would rather play as him as a killer than, than a survivor. Um, but on his Twitter page, uh, it was a little commercial for it, and they showed his in-game model, at least the face of him. And uh, I think that's exciting. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, and they're doing... I get, is he getting, I, I didn't really read into it, but I know they were doing a new expansion we were talking about that was going to be like Dead Space. I don't think it is Dead Space, but something like Dead Space. Is he going to be coming out in that one or a different He's coming one? out one that's going to release in, uh, I don't know if it's going to release in July or we'll get more details in July. Um, I think it's, it's going to be later oh, okay. on this year. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So that's good. Yeah, that's fun. Um, we always enjoy getting to play this cage watch sound clip. <laughs> Just another button for uh, you to press. Another button for me to press. Um, speaking of which, <laughs> pressing buttons again. What button was that? What button uh, was that? You'll see. <laughs> oh, also, uh, we forgot to mention another death. I just reopened my uh, browser and I completely forgot. Ray Stevenson died. Did he? Yeah, Ray Stevenson of Punisher Warzone fame, and uh, oh yeah, that's right. I think Punisher Warzone. He's, he's in a lot of things, but I mean, uh, Punisher Warzone is is probably the most genre centric. 
thing. Yeah. He's going to be in the new Ahsoka series. Uh, he was in Dexter. He's a lot of things. Um, Thor. He was, he's one of Thor's buddies. He's one of, Thor, he's one of Thor's pals. I don't know. He's the big one. Um, but yeah, Punch of Warzone. Um, that is the best kind of schlock. Yeah. <laughs> that movie is infinitely silly. <laughs> we got a new Aliens game coming. Yeah. Which uh, will probably be a letdown. All of them have been. I can't remember the last good Alien. What? Alien Isolation? Alien Isolation was amazing. It's a little slow, but it's pretty good. I loved Alien Isolation. Um, Yeah, but they had the... I mean, it started on the downfall with Colonial Marines. That was... That's the infamous one. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last one came out. uh, Fire Team. Aliens Fire Team. And now we're getting Aliens Dark Descent. Honestly, I wish they would just do a sequel to Isolation at this point. Cause, or, if you want it, I think an indie company should get it and get to do a retro version of like the Alien vs. Predator Super Nintendo yeah, game games. Because those, are, those were great. I mean, the story made no sense. Or the arcade game. At all. The huh? arcade game was fun also. Yeah. It plays the Predators or Ducks. Um, they're Dutch. Plays Dutch in that one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm more, I'm more excited have. for the the new Alien movie from Fetty Alvarez. See how that turns out. Yeah, we'll see on that one. And the movie hopefully will be better than the game. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. All right, uh, we got any other news? Uh, anything else? Mm, I don't think okay. so. I think. I th- Pretty dry week, minus people giant <laughs> dropping like flies. Dried like they're corpses. <laughs> there we go. Then we'll go into the main topic. All right. So does that mean it's trailer time? It means it's trailer time. Now, now I can hit the button and it'd be correct. The show is here now. Great new day sensation. The stuff, the taste that makes you hungry for more. The stuff, taste that delivers. We interrupt this presentation with the following urgent message. Tonight, America is in grave danger. We are under alien attack by a popular dessert known as The Stuff. Here, Jason. Take some. No! Don't eat that! There is something alive in there. Tasty! There's something alive in yogurt. It's called benign bacteria. If The Stuff is in your house, do not eat it! If you have it on your shelves, do not sell it. If you distribute this material, close your doors, make no more sales. Enough. It's never enough. All right. All right. We sure that's the end of it? Okay. Yeah. I- <laughs> The stuff. Yes. 
Uh, when did this stuff come out? 1985. Written and directed by Larry mm-hmm. Cohen. Uh, we mentioned Larry Cohen a couple times. Um, big Larry Cohen fan. Um, he's one of those guys that uh, B-movie directors and writers that actually had a really extensive career before he was directing as a writer. Wrote on a lot of TV, created a bunch of TV shows. Uh, and also had a foundation in um, black exploitation. Um, as a director, he was he already wrote some movies. He wrote uh, Return of the Seven, which is the sequel to Magnificent Seven. Um, El Condor, which is a uh, Americanized spaghetti western with Jim Brown and Lee Van Cleef. That's okay. Um, another person that died this past week, Jim Brown. <laughs> another person, but I'm not going to talk about him because he beat too many women. <laughs> uh, so I don't even care about even fucking. Uh, remembering him back before. Um, then as a director, he went on, he made a movie called Bone. Uh, was his directorial debut. They had, in fact, Kodo. That's a really good one. Um, and also doing Black Caesar and Hell Up in Harlem, which are two uh, Fred Williamson black exploitation vehicles are quite good. Um, and then after that, he did uh, It's Alive. He did God Told Me To. Um, Cue the Winged Serpent, which I love. I love all those movies. Great movie. Um, he did a bunch. And uh, Full Moon High, he did before um, <laughs> the stuff. Uh, Return to Salem's Lot. He also wrote the Maniac Cop films. Um, wrote all three of them. Uh, and then later on, he wrote a movie. His career went on into the 2000s. Um, he wrote the movie uh, um, Phone Booth with uh, Colin Farrell and Kiefer Sutherland. That's yeah, a that's pretty a solid movie. Hitchcock throwback film. I like mm-hmm. that movie. Um, and then, of course, he worked on Masters of Horror. Um, but yeah, as a TV writer, uh, he wrote a lot of shit, man. He wrote stuff in The Fugitive. He did a show called Branded that he also created. Um, he wrote a few great episodes of Columbo. Uh, oh, yeah. One really good one called Any Port in a Storm that me and you watched together one time starring uh, Donald Pleasance. Uh, with the killer. Yeah, that's a great yeah. episode. Um, so uh, Larry Cohen was just one of those guys. He just... Uh, don't take my yeah. wine. <laughs> That's a great episode. Um, I love Columbo. Um, but he did the Masters of Horror episode, uh, Pick Me Up, which also stars um, our star in the movie today, Michael Moriarty. Um, but uh, yeah, Larry Cohen's just one of those New York guys. All his movies have this like low-budget New York charm to him. I really like, especially you can see things like God Told Me To and Cue the Winged Serpent. And he always gets just really interesting character actors to be in his movies that just, I don't know, they're always kind of on the edge of, like, believability. <laughs> but they're grounded enough, like, if that makes any sense. I don't know. They feel like they're almost precursor to, like, Tarantino characters or something, you know? Um, Friends call me Mo because <laughs> they give me something I always want Mo. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, The Stuff was a movie he decided to make. It's his movie that's a bit of a attack on consumerism such a consumerism of the time and uh, what we put into our body and um, how things are advertised to us. And there's a lot of threads. I don't know if they all get tied up too well. I feel like it could be a little bit more cutting. Um, but, you know, the attempt for me is is an A for effort still. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I love that movie. So. Well, then let's get into it. Um uh, Unless you have anything else to add before we hop into the plot. Nope. You go right <laughs> on ahead, sir. 
I did ghost ship. Uh, Fuck was, you. Uh, did we? We kind of just both stumbled around that. We stumbled around that like they do in the movie. Walk around that ship. <laughs> uh, we'll just kind of split it up. Uh, but I did kind of take a beat by beat a little bit um, for at least the first half of the movie. Um, also, this is a request, which later on the show we will say how you can request a movie if you want us to talk about it uh, from uh, Josh. This is a request from him. So, Josh, this one's for you, buddy. Uh, all right. So, uh, movie opens up. We are at a um, facility of some sort. <laughs> Some type of, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if it's a processing plant or some shit. I don't know. They really don't say. Uh, the guys that work there are kind of wandering around the snow. One of the guys that works there, and he notices that something's bubbling out of the ground that's white. It was a mine. Oh, it is a mine. That's right. It's a mine. Yeah. Um, he's wandering around, and he sees something bubbling out of the ground. It looks kind of like marshmallow fluff or some shit. So he immediately goes, you know what? Better better put this shit in my mouth. <laughs> so he picks yeah. it off the ground and just starts eating this shit, uh, which is the same thing to do. Um, and he goes, you know what? Not bad. <laughs> and this guy walks up to him. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> just eating stuff on the ground. He's like, no, you should try. He's like, okay, that seems like a good idea. So he gives him some of stuff. Oh, no, he kind of forces it yeah. to. But the guy ends up liking it also. And they're like, you know what? This could be lucrative. Hard cut. We don't see how it develops from there. We just go straight to uh, the development of commercials. Yeah, yeah, we go to some commercials, which leads us to uh, one of our main characters' house. I don't know. This is the most useless main character. Um, it's a little kid named Jason. He's at his house. He's sleeping, and he, he he's tossing and turning. He gets up. It seems like he's hot. Um, so he goes to open the window. Um, it all seems like he's getting ate up by mosquitoes. None of this, none of this matters. None of this shit fucking matters. <laughs> Whatsoever. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't set up anything. <laughs> that, that's how we're introduced to him. It's like you're in Minnesota and it's fucking cold out. How are you getting mosquitoes <laughs> in your room? <laughs> so he, uh, I guess it sets up that he has to go downstairs to get some fucking water. Um, <laughs> so he goes downtown, uh, downtown, downstairs to the kitchen to get some water. And um, he opens up the refrigerator and there is a, uh, a little container of this stuff. This is the first time we see the actual container of it. Uh, some of it's all spilled out, but it's all going back into the container. And uh, this is where we get introduced to the biggest asshole fucking dad. <laughs> what are you doing? How dare you be down here to get water? He fucking spanks him. He spanks him because he was getting a drink of water in the middle of the night. And then the next day, whenever they're at breakfast, he won't fucking drop it. Oh, <laughs> uh, That's a family. <laughs> see this? Abusive dad and kid? That's a family. <laughs> um, so, yeah. You guessed huh? it. You, you guessed it. it. <laughs> Uh, so what do you think about the first stuff commercial that we see? And and what, what also do you think of all the uh, renditions of the different stuff theme songs? Because I think there's a couple, couple of different ones, aren't there? It's not always the same one. Um, no, there's the one from the trailer. And then there's the one where it's like, 
One lick is never enough for the stuff. <laughs> There's also the one whenever they're watching a commercial and it's Abe Vigoda and the Where's the Beef Lady. Yeah, Abe really? Vigoda's there. He's like, oh, my darling, do you want no. some of the stuff? And she's like, where's the stuff? Yeah. But it's the, it's the Where's the Beef Lady from those. Is it yeah. really the lady? Yes, it's really her from those wow. commercials. I mean, she, I mean, the only work she had going for in the 80s was that. <laughs> What was those Wendy's commercials? Where's, Where's the beef? beef? Where's the stuff? Because it was funny because it's very of the time. So, I mean, younger audiences definitely get that joke. Right? Yeah, they probably did. <laughs> At that time, they did. Now, they probably don't. Yeah, no, now, no. Like... <laughs> but, uh, no, it, it's a... Uh... I have to admit, though, like the way it's advertised and stuff like that, I would probably buy that back then. Like, I probably would have bought it. It's like it's a low calorie natural dessert, and it tastes better than ice cream, and it doesn't go bad, and it's good for you. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I'll buy that. And it's cheap. (laughs) Okay. It's like it's the cheapest shit you'll ever buy. It's a bucket container. You're like, yes. I don't care if it puts an alien parasite in my system. Spoilers, I guess. I mean, you know something. I don't know. I, they say it's alien, See, but the, it comes from the Earth. We're, we're going to get into that also. There's not enough explanation of exactly what this stuff is. I wish I wish there was more of like, what? what is it? What does it do? Because I don't understand the rules of the creature or <laughs> what the right. does. Just different things happen. It doesn't like fire. Yeah, depending on what it is. But uh, from the different commercials and uh, Jason getting his ass beat by his dad, as one does, um, we are. Uh, our next scene is that it is a meeting. I had to look up who these motherfuckers were, but um, it's a bunch of old businessmen on a uh, yacht in the middle of the ocean. Um, and I'm like, who are all these? Old? It seems like they're all from different parts of the um, food industry. I guess that's what I thought. Um, apparently, it's just a bunch of leaders in the ice cream industry. I guess. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm, I'm still going to go with my idea, though, that it's just a bunch of people in different food industries. Yeah, that was the thing that was kind of weird to me. It was like, oh, he's, he's you know, uh, we can't compete uh, ice cream can't compete with the stuff and it's like there's big ice cream it's like who are you <laughs> i'm like, ben and this is jerry and over there is blue bunny <laughs> like, what the fuck why why are they all meeting <laughs> my name's brian briars <laughs> briars <laughs> so uh uh they're like don't worry though we're going to take down this stuff and we have somebody to help us out. And up on a boat comes our main character played by Michael Moriarty, old Mo Rutherford, or is, is it David Rutherford and Mo is his nickname or John, David yeah. or John. Uh, uh, Mo, uh, John, John, but everybody calls him Mo, which he uses his line like six times where he, he says, all his friends call him Mo. And also, he has a, I don't know what accent Michael Moriarty is trying to do because it keeps on changing. At first, he sounds like Yogi Bear. Yeah. And then later on, it sounds like Foghorn Leghorn. So, <laughs> But he says his friends call him Mo because whenever you give him money, all he wants is Mo. Or whenever you give him anything, all he wants is Mo, depending on what. Sounds like a, a redneck Jerry. <laughs> uh, Jerry. What's his name? 
Guy from uh, yeah, no, come on. Now, <laughs> from what? Fucking uh, never mind. Seinfeld? Move on. Reference dead. No, <laughs> Jerry Springer. He's dead too. No, fucking fuck. <laughs> I can't. Uh, uh, what a wonderful oh, world, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Why was yeah. I thinking Jerry? That Stewart? kind of sounds like know. Jimmy Stewart. And Michael Moore already. He's yeah. He's, yeah. This, it already starred in uh, Q, the Winged Serpent, which I mentioned earlier. With uh, he's like I, I, uh, I, uh, you know, I don't know about them uh, stuffies. You know, the stuffies. Also, I, I had to take. I was like, I had to take. Yes, stuffies. That's what they refer to it in the movie, right? <laughs> um, People who like the stuff are I called had to take stuffies. note of his hair because I was looking at his hair and it was bothering me. I'm like, what the fuck haircut did they give Michael Moriarty? And then it dawned on me that he was already going like he was pretty advanced bald at this point. I'm like, that is the worst hair piece I've fucking seen <laughs> that they put on Michael Moriarty. It is the worst fucking toupee. <laughs> um, I fell for it. You I didn't, didn't notice it was. Yeah, because you go back and you watch no, no, the Wing no. Serpent*. He's already like really badly balding. Um, and so I was looking at him like, man, that is a bad fucking hairpiece. Um, uh, and yeah, he goes on there. He's just busting everybody's balls, <laughs> talking about their sweaty palms and <laughs> and how all he wants is most sweaty palms <laughs> or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. Uh. And they're like, hey, we want you to be uh so he he's ex is he ex FBI? Yeah, ex FBI got kicked out, which they never say yeah. why he got uh, kicked out. Probably for being uh a fucking sleaze, but <laughs> probably for being a yeah. un- pretty untrustworthy guy. He seems like a complete fuck con artist, but uh, which was kind of his character in Q also. What was his character in Q? Um but he's like now he's a uh industrial saboteur. Um, so yeah. they want to pay him to go find out what the stuff is, um, bring back the secret formula and everything else. Um, and so they can sink the company that makes the stuff so that they can sell ice cream again. <laughs> uh, after that, we go back to Jason's house. They're having breakfast. Um, his dad is still the biggest fucking asshole ever. And uh, his mom is asking if he wants breakfast. Also, great casting in this family. Those kids actually look like they could be. <laughs> they do. They look, they look like they they're all related. Like brothers. It's pretty good. Uh, I wonder if they are. Maybe, maybe they are brothers. Um, so uh, his mom wants to make him breakfast. And she's like, don't worry. Uh, I'll make you some eggs. And his dad's like, well, yeah, if he was a fucking, you know, trying to drink water during the night. <laughs> That maybe would have more of an appetite. I'm like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. What is this guy's fucking problem? What is this dad's fucking... I don't know why this dad drives me so fucking nuts in this movie, but for some reason he does. Uh, let's see. Uh, he doesn't want to eat the stuff. Uh, it, it, all his parents and his brother are all fucking addicted to it. Uh, and... Uh, does he like dump the stuff in that scene? Also, does he take some and just like fuck it up or like throw it on the wall or something? Uh, yeah, he throws it at the kitchen right. counter, and not even a yeah. spot. The stuff is so great; it doesn't even leave a mess. It's like, what it are you talking about? Should be so many red flags. 
this point. Hey, they were, were brothers. Really? Scott Bloom oh, no and shit. Brian Bloom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were Go brothers. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so a uh, bunch of shit happens. Uh, Rutherford, uh, he keeps like going to a lab. It never really plays a big part in the movie, but there's a couple scenes where he goes to a lab or skip that shit. Um, so the next scene of uh, of note is they go to a shooting of a stuff ad um, where there's just a bunch of models that are eating the stuff. And um, Mo goes there and um, immediately starts hitting on the director. <laughs> who is yeah, our he does. other main character. Her name is Christine. And, yeah, Christine. Uh, and what? Yeah. No, I just, <laughs> it was kind of it was pretty yeah. cringy. Well, you, well, you don't believe Michael Moriarty is a complete panty dropper? <laughs> no. Um just that whole thing I was like she, he was like, "Well, I got my limousine waiting outside." And she's like, "I have a limousine too." He's like, "I bet it's not as big as mine." No, is that so? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like yes <laughs> i will go to your limousine because it is obviously bigger you got me with that which he's also lying to her in this scene um because we're gonna come up in a little bit because it yeah a bit, but he's like i'm a multi-millionaire person that has a big limousines or whatever the fuck and she's like that's great let's go to your hotel room and fuck which was a scene that was cut out of this movie Them yeah, having sex. Uh, I don't know if it's a whole sex scene, but there is a scene uh, where they go back to his hotel room and have a romantic evening. Uh, well, I think it just show it pops over yeah. to them sleeping. If, if if that even, I think I think from there it just cuts to the grocery store. Yeah, maybe it was a motel. Yeah, later or yeah it's a motel it. later on. Um, no, the next. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, he he completely. Fandangles her by being like, "I'm multi-million dollar man, and I want I want to buy in on the stuff or whatever the fuck." And she cancels her apartments, and they go make Whoopi in a hotel room. Um, <laughs> this is always a fun word, is it? Whoopi. It feels like it goes with the stuff. Also, saying people make Whoopi, right? Is that was that a term originated by the dating game or the? I don't know. I feel West? like it had to be right. I don't know. I feel like probably, they probably called Whoopi before. I, I, I it's a great term. Cause that that was it's mind blowing to me that in the like the, 70s. the like, early yeah. 60s and 70s that somebody could you know talk about yeah. sex at you all. You two are getting married, you're gonna go go your home honeymoon and fuck each other. <laughs> it's like, can't say that. Oh, you're gonna make whoopee? <laughs> like, yep, that'll work. At yeah, a time whenever good. you couldn't show like in sitcoms, I mean, it was a little bit before this, but sitcoms not too far in the past. At that time, uh, you couldn't even have your two main characters that are married in the same bed. They needed to be separate beds, or if they were in the same bed, they both yeah. had to have at least one foot on the ground. So you knew that they weren't doing any fuck shenanigans. <laughs> Welcome to the newlywed game. Are you going to ram your hog in a tunnel? <laughs> hey, also, if you lose this game, you guys are legally required to get a divorce. I think that's how the game went. <laughs> Yeah, that's like that. <laughs> Enjoy your wedding. Guess what? You guys are breaking up because you guys can't make whoopee anymore. Um, next scene is probably the best scene of the whole movie. 
And that's the grocery store scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. He just goes off. So Jason uh, is going around the grocery store. Is his parents even there? Or is he just at the grocery store alone? He's at the grocery store alone. He like he runs out of the house and goes Jason straight to the Jason has a complete store. mental fucking breakdown in the store where he sees the stuff. There's one part where it starts with like, he's seen the stuff. He's already kind of triggered. Then this like little kid is eating stuff in the aisle, and he just goes and slaps out of his fucking hand or takes it out of his hand. And then from there, it's all downhill. From there, he's going. I mean, he saw the stuff move. Right. He like went to the kid. And he's like, "Don't eat." It. Well, he already knew it moved. He didn't want anybody to eat it because he's already concerned. Um, but he goes and just pulls out this kid's hand, and then from there, it just evolves into him going to shelves. Knocking shit out the shelves, fucking taking a fucking like broomstick and just like knocking them off of a row, destroying displays. There's two poor guys that work at the fucking store that just got done with this display. And the guy's like, oh, fucking really? And he just he fucks their whole shit up, man. It's it's so depressing for those guys. Enough to where it takes three whole adults to take this kid down. <laughs> They can't. They, they can't contain him. Jason is filled with the fucking rage, man. <laughs> they they finally subdue him, um, and we find out he gets arrested by the cops, and his parents are very upset. <laughs> Grounded, Grounded forever, forever man. I, man. That's 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 hard. That's hard time you got to do. Um, but during this time, before that happens, we do get introduced to Danny Aiello is in this movie. <laughs> The great Danny Aiello, rest in peace. Um, there's I mean, a lot, there's of, a great lot of great actors in this movie. movie. Um, Paul Servino. By the way, spoilers. Paul Servino is the best part of this movie. He's pretty great. In this He's film. pretty great. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Danny, Danny Aiello is in this movie as a Mr. Vickers. He used to work for the uh, Food and Drug Administration. Mo goes to his house to be like, hey, I'm trying to get some stuff from you guys. And uh Trying to find out more about the stuff, and he goes to yeah. trying to find hey, out. Hey, you got some more stuff? Because some people gave me stuff. I just want more. <laughs> uh, Get it? Uh, my name. Uh, and we're introduced to uh, Mr. Vickers' dog. Mr. Jesus Christ! It just dawned on me: Is Mr. Vickers supposed to be a reference to Miss Vickers, like chips? Was that a thing in the eighties? Think so. Because it's all like it's all like snack food type shit. Anyways, um, uh, we get introduced to his dog, Ben the dog, who is acting very fucking weird. Um, he is very, like, pa- like I was going to say passively aggressive, but he's like gets a little aggressive uh, whenever Danielle gets close to him or whenever Moe's in there. Uh, Moe wants to get some, uh, some documents that Mr. Vickers said he would give him. Uh, he reveals that uh, he loves eating the stuff, and he also feeds uh, Ben the dog the stuff. His yeah. dog. Um, whenever Mr. Vickers goes to get some documents, Mo goes, hey, I better just walk around his house and go into his kitchen to feed this dog, which is a very neighborly thing of him to do. Uh, but I wouldn't want some ram guy just wandering through my home. Uh, but whenever he opens up to where he guesses the kitchen is, it's a room full of nothing but the stuff. Um and he quickly leaves, and then while he's gone, uh, Mr. Vickers gets attacked by Ben the dog. But you don't see what happens. Does, does the dog even kill? Does the stuff even kill him? The dog kills him. I don't know. It, it looks like he just gets. Well, the stuff yeah, comes but, out of but the then dog. Then he just like bites his neck. 
Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, the rules for what the stuff is and what it does to you and how it kills you or how it takes over your body, none of that explanation is there. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Let me see here. Uh, during this whole time, uh, um, Mo is just going around searching for more stuff about the stuff. Uh, stuff, stuff, Mo, stuff, because he wants Mo. Um, at, during his travels, he goes to a place of 400 people, a population of 400 people, small town, uh, runs into Chocolate Chip Charlie. Chocolate Played by Chip Garrett Charlie. Morrison. Uh, he's who hi-yahs him from the yeah. back of the car. <laughs> Gives him a good old yeah. key-op. Yes. Uh, I mean, Chocolate Chip Charlie, he's, he's a takeoff of Famous Amos, played by Garrett Morrison, who used to be on Saturday Night Live. He was in the original cast of Saturday Night Live. Uh, musical prodigy. That guy actually had a, was a jazz man. Uh, and... and uh, Used to be a teacher before that, and all that went Saturday Night Live. Um, it still works today. I mean, he's still he's still active um, in his eighties and stuff. Uh, originally, they want yeah, Come originally they want Arsenio yeah. Hall for the role, or Larry Cohen did, and the the studio said Arsenio Hall isn't a known actor at this time. It's like that guy's never going to go anywhere. <laughs> How wrong were they? Uh, Arsenio Hall became huge not too long after this. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, they're like chocolate chip Charlie's like, Hey, I was with the ice cream companies that, that hired you. I'm trying to help also. Uh, also turns out he knows martial arts. <laughs> he beats. He does. His hands are registered. Sure everybody knows. Weapons. Uh, so, uh, uh, during this time they go into a post office to find out more stuff. Well, they were, yeah, they go into the post office. The post office man is uh, not really wanting to talk to them about anything. And he keeps saying, leave us alone. We're not doing anything yeah. wrong. And uh, they find out it's uh, Mil- Mildred, Georgia, is where all these people that were originally in the town, which is why he went there. He went there to go follow up with these uh, people who moved after the Food and Drug Administration had reviewed this to Georgia. So uh, he found out it was all going to Mildred, Georgia Mm -hmm. from Virginia, where the tests were originally done. And when the mailman goes into the other room, they start hearing like a weird coughing. And uh, I'll let you take Uh, it Oh Yeah, they hear a weird coughing and uh, the stuff is coming out of his body. See, you know, they, like, they don't explain. Anyways, the stuff just sometimes just leaves people's bodies. And it goes running out the window, and they hear the coughing. So uh, they knock on the door a couple of times, and then Chocolate Tri- Charlie punches the fuck out of the door. <laughs> he breaks it. Only one panel out of it, though. <laughs> just one panel out of the door and opens it. Um, they let themselves in, uh, and that dude is fucked up. And they're like, oh, my God, it went out the window, which I don't know how they knew that. I don't even know how they knew something came out of his body uh, because they came into the room after it was already out the window and gone. Like you didn't see it leave the room. <laughs> They're like, Oh, it went out the window. Yeah. And they run out. Uh, and while they're out there, they get attacked. Do they get attacked while they're outside by, by some 
the rednecks? Yeah, they do. They're, they end up yeah, hijacking they, it. Uh, turns out when you punch somebody that has the stuff in them, sometimes their whole face just discombobulates. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. people fall apart. Uh, why? I don't know. Does it happen to anybody else? Not really. Just these guys. I assume it works like that. Her fuck. Okay, that Hershey's Hershey's uh, shell syrup. <laughs> like you cover your ice cream with that syrup and you let it dry, and I assume the human skin becomes that Hershey's shell, <laughs> like the Dairy the Queen dip. <laughs> yeah, and then they can when they hit somebody, it just goes right through. Dude, see into Dairy the Queen center. See fucking they do ice cream. They're fucking fast food. Like. They should call it. The, they should make a Halloween <laughs> stuff campaign. Which nobody, nobody would get would it appreciate. except for like the horror community. But still, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So after they beat the fuck out of these townsfolk, whose faces completely smash into a billion pieces, uh, the stuff returns to one guy in the in the post office. It goes back in his body. He's fine. Okay. Um, uh. And uh, they go to a diner, and they're like, first of all, Mo Rutherford, I don't know if he's the best investigator or the worst investigator, because they go in the diner, and it's like, hey, we need to split up. And the waitress is like, what do you want? It's like, well, I like a coffee, but does anybody know about the stuff? <laughs> just in the middle of the diner, everybody just look at him like, all right. And she's like, I wish, I wish. It's so hard to get it. But in every other scene, it completely completely detracts from that statement because it seems like it's very easy to get the stuff. It seems like it's super easy to get the stuff. Right. Like literally every grocery store, they have a billion containers of this stuff. It's like, yep, we can't get any. Don't know. So like, all right, listen, we're going to split up. Here's a number. I don't know why more do this accent. started to sound like Hank Hill. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. Um, so, uh, yeah. Bobby, stop eating that stuff. Uh, so, they split up. She goes in the back. Guess what? She's fucking lying because the whole pantry, the freezer, is uh, filled with the stuff. Um, which I don't know how you're supposed to store the stuff. Because in some places, you can just have it on a shelf. Other places, you got it in the refrigerator. Other places, you got it in the freezer. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I think it's one of those things. Fuck, man. I'm tired. Um, I think it's one of those things where it's like, uh, what is what are those like uh, candy bars that you can throw in the freezer if you want it to be crunchier, yeah, I mean, or you can leave like it out any, if any you want the it to be soft. Yeah. I yeah, assume it's sure. just kind of like that. Um, and uh, there's this, I, I, just because the scene is so odd to me. I guess it's supposed to show that oh no, they're on to Mo. They know he's investigating. Um, he's in the middle of a street in a. I guess he's back in New York, or I don't know. He's in a city. Well, remember what he told what? him before they split up. He told him to meet with an yeah. FBI friend of his. And yeah, report well, that, what they know, yeah, so. but I mean, but the next scene after that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying you um, left that part out. <laughs> so uh, he's just walking in the middle of the street, and uh, there is a stuffed cart, and this lady pulls out this comically sized radio, and she's like, hey, there he is. He's and here. I guess it's supposed to be an assassination attempt. I don't know. But a car goes and tries to hit him, but misses him by like a long way. And that's that's all. <laughs> that's the <that's a> scene. <laughs> They're like, well, I, I guess we all. failed. And I'm like, <laughs> open up the side door and just start like shooting him or like 
reverse and try to hit them? Like, I, nothing. They're just like, oh, damn it. Well, we'll let him go Maybe next time. <laughs> next yeah. time we'll get him, guys. Uh, Don't this worry. time he goes into uh, the office of Fletcher, who is a CEO of a company that puts out the stuff. Distributes it, and he's like, oh, I, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about the stuff, even though there's a graph behind him that is coded with the stuff colors. <laughs> he's like, that, don't know anything about the stuff. It's like, yeah, well, what about all the stuff 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 in your room? It's like, in your office. It's just like, I don't, I don't fucking know. I fucking... <laughs> Somebody should put that here. <laughs> it, it wasn't here when I was here earlier. <laughs> Uh, and the next thing that hard cuts to him and Nicole back together and it's like, well, Nicole, you really fucked up because <laughs> you advertise this stuff, which it's really not her fault. But for some reason, she's like really beating herself up about it. And he's like, <laughs> also, like, I was confused about this transition because there has been no, like, I think they should have had a scene where he's explaining yeah. about the stuff. Because it just jumps to her, like automatically feeling guilty about stuff that right. we don't know yeah. she knows about. And he's like, yep, you're really fucked up. Anyways, we can fix this. <laughs> so, like, he's like so not comforting to her. Uh... Do you want to hear <laughs> one of my sins? I'm trying to sin for her sin. I can't even... Oh, that's, that's the scene I referenced earlier. That's the part where he's like, I'm not a millionaire. I'm, I'm actually just some guy that's trying to investigate everything. And you fucked me, so I guess we're in a relationship now. She's like, yep, makes sense. <laughs> I guess we're together now. <laughs> We are. We let's are let's in go in the newlywed game. <laughs> Talk about we made Whoopi. Um, <laughs> and then the next scene, they go in the newlywed game. So see, it came back around. Um, uh, so we're back at Jason's house <laughs> after after they decide. Uh, hey, we need a we need yeah. a. So basically, this scene that scene was whenever um, Michael Moriarty Mo is like. Oh, we better posse up. And she's like, have you seen this article? And he looks at the article. And it's like, little kid loses his shit in grocery store. <laughs> and it's like front page news. Like this kid. He's like, my God, we got to go <laughs> Let's find go recruit kid. him. <laughs> We're going to make a crack worst, squad. Worst A team ever. Um, so, uh, um, we're back at Jason's house and his family's like, super weird now they're like a uh strange tv family um talking like they're in a commercial for the stuff um his dad's not an asshole anymore and um yeah hey buddy try some (laughs) of that stuff it's good for you and he's like i don't want to he's like well you're gonna go to your room you're gonna fucking take this stuff up there and you're gonna eat this shit so we can be a family and you don't come down until you f- fucking finish that stuff, which seems like a really easy thing to get out of. And I had to take note of this because the obvious thing to do is like, hey, take the container of the stuff. <laughs> you know where this is going. <laughs> take a container of the stuff. And you go up to your room and you're going to dump it out. And you're going to come downstairs and be like, that was delicious. Don't kill me. <laughs> right? But no, <laughs> Jason's plan is. I'm going to dump out this stuff. I'm not going to eat. I'm going to flush it down the fucking toilet. Okay. Now just walk downstairs. No, this motherfucker goes into the bathroom. (laughs) Where there's a Motley Crue poster hanging, which is a very strange bathroom decoration. That makes sense because it's a little shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
but yeah, so he goes into the, I, I, I took note of that also. Um, I also took note, I, I guess the mother looked vaguely like Barbara Crampton, but I just wrote, but I just, I just wrote Barbara Hi, Crampton. <laughs> oh, <laughs> who's the mother? Bad. Yeah. But she's not Barbara yeah. Crampton. She's not the great Barbara Crampton. Come on. Uh, so the kid goes in the bathroom with the sh- with the stuff container and he fills it with shaving cream. He goes downstairs and with it, it and he's like, mm, <laughs> this stuff is good. It's just, and I'm watching it and I'm like, it took me a second. I'm like, didn't he put shaving cream in that? And he's just eating the shaving cream, which is probably worse for you than the stuff. Just as bad, at least. Like you're definitely well, I mean, I don't think you're going to be getting possessed. No, by but you're probably going to have some pretty bad poisoning where you got to go to a fucking hospital. Like, you're, you're fucking yourself up. You're not supposed to eat shaving cream. What the fuck is wrong with this kid? Uh, and, and his parents are like, wait a second. And they taste like, that's fucking shit. God damn it, Jason, you're shaving cream again. He's already out of the house. Fuck. And suddenly, Dude, Mo found out how to find this one child in a town states away right as this is happening. Just knows right where he's in. It's like, come on, kid. It's time to join the Avengers. Come on, kid. I saw Come on, kid. I saw a move, too. He's like, oh, well, that's safe. He's like, when did you see move? He was like, the first time I saw you was the first time I seen... Old Pete Pete down here. Yeah, the kid doesn't ask, like, wait, who are you? B, do you have pants on? (laughs) Yeah. Then he gets in and he throws up. He's like, oh, sorry, I ate shaving cream. And then then his response to that is, well, sometimes you gotta eat shaving cream. (laughs) What? That's the most confusing line of the movie to me. I'm like, is that a joke? Like, Lorico <laughs> probably wrote that line. He's like, genius. <laughs> Nailed it. He's like, this is the funniest fucking thing. Sometimes you gotta eat shaver cream. And everyone's like, no, you don't. That's hilarious. That's good job, Larry. Good like, joke. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> We're all so proud. So, so now we have our shitty squad together, except for one person who's going to join it. It's really like a really, it's really a Wizard of Oz situation at this point. You know, he, he, the, yeah, kind of. Nicole's a scarecrow. Jason's a Tin Man. We're going to get the courageous right wing lion in a little bit. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, they decide, hey, let's go to that factory. And uh, let's just pretend to be people and see if we can find out more about the stuff. So they take a plane to the factory where they make the stuff. And I don't even know what they say. Oh, I think they just go in the guise of Nicole doing her normal job. Where it's like, hey, I'm going to advertise the stuff. Tell us about the stuff. Yeah, they were talking about shooting an advertisement. Thinking, and they were like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. You know, it's really hard working here because everyone tries to eat the stuff. Because <laughs> it's fucking delicious. I don't know if you know, but it's very addictive. And they're like, oh, we, we've heard. That's the best thing you'll um, ever eat in your fucking life. And so they're like, oh, we're going to leave Jason on the plane. Um, we're going to tell We're going to tell somebody to take him to Savannah. <laughs> Why? What, what's in Savannah? Yeah. Did they even say what's in Savannah? Just like, get him away from here. Just take him to Savannah. Because- 
just a bigger yeah you know just this, a this, bigger this town, product that's na- nationwide and it's in savannah also um better take him there he'll be safe with this product also is i guess um I mean, trust me, the kid's probably fine. He eats shaving cream. He's clearly smart. Um, so, uh, but while he's on the plane, uh, the guy from the post office attacks the plane in a weirdly edited shot where he shows up at the window and then the stuff goes on the pilot's face and kills him. It's such a strange edit. And then Jason runs off the plane and just runs off in the middle of the woods. Just, just runs off. <laughs> um, and, and this is... I mean, really, it's the, I was thinking the whole time, but at this point, I definitely took note where I'm like, what does Jason add to this plan? <laughs> what is Jason's purpose in this plan? He, uh, he finds the, the mine where it came from, but I know that was not planned. It was a right. complete accident. Right. But why would, why is, why would Mo want this kid? Where it's like, this kid is really, listen, if we go to a place and there's the stuff is in a grocery store, we know we have our enforcer. <laughs> He's going to fuck that grocery store up. It's going to take three adult men to hold that little kid down. He's a firecracker. I think he was just trying to find people who like weren't already a, a stiffy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're, they're around the factory. They learn uh, nothing. Yeah, they don't learn anything other than Jason finding the mine and figuring out where it came from. And then thinking, hey, what are these giant tanks that look like they are filling stuff with? I'm going to jump in one of those. I sure hope they don't put the stuff in Guess the what? tank that says the stuff. <laughs> Guess what, motherfucker? Um, yeah, <laughs> like, Jason uh, uh, hides in clearly the worst place. Um, I was about to say, does he get kidnapped? Then I just realized he kidnaps himself. <laughs> they don't have to kidnap him. He climbs the fucking container. Uh, right. And then he's like, oh, God, I can't get out of here. And then a knight in shining armor shows up in the tank. Well, He's like, a- I'll get you out of here, son. He's like, who are you? He's like, oh, I'm <laughs> Brian Briars from the ice cream. <laughs> He's like, oh, wait for Mo. He's like, you serious? I'll, I'll help you right now. No, I've, have you ever had my mint chocolate chip? It's really like, good. No, I'll, I'll wait. He's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Old Briars, you know. I have guess what he's not Brian. What I'm selling. <laughs> um, so, but during this time, uh, Mo and Nicole think that uh, <laughs> you made Briars criers. <laughs> um, during this time, Mo and Nicole just think, "Well, I guess he made it in Savannah. Let's go get a hotel room." <laughs> so they go to the hotel. And uh, while they're checking in, they're instantly making jokes about fucking. And the guy's like, "Will you just take the fucking key and go to your room? Like, I don't give a shit." <laughs> and uh, go in the hotel room uh, where they pass out, um, and they are attacked by the stuff that is the the bed is stuffed. That is a bunch concealing. of stuff. Um, interesting thing about this room: uh, Larry Cohen asked for this, um, and they granted his wish. Um, the room where this is shot in the set and the bed are the same room and bed from the scene in Nightmare on Elm Street where uh, Johnny Depp dies. It's his. Uh, it's his room. Yeah. 
No shit. Uh, so that is the bed that eats Johnny huh. Depp in Nightmare on Elm Street, and that is the set that his uh, bedroom was. So that's fun. Um, that's neat stuff. Um, different things. Were, I think it's a good time to mention it. Um, different things were used um, to make the stuff. Oh, I, I was reading it, it was, was pureed uh, for, for fish a lot bones. Of it. That smelled so fucking bad that after shooting a scene, they would run to like a close body of water to wash themselves off and clean it out of their nose. Uh, the cast would. Uh, it seems like you could find yeah, a but the, better the scenes thing where they eat stuff, uh, sometimes they use like Hagen dazs um, or like things like that, like Cool Whip. Um, but yeah, they use fucking, yeah, fish bone, like <laughs> purified fish bone for some of this shit. Couldn't, yeah. I mean, it looks like shaving cream. Like, couldn't you just they get also, like gallons I, I, of shaving cream? And also, the scene, whatever, the comes out the bed and it goes up, and then like a dude catches fire and shit. Um, it's actually really well done. Um, like, they shoot, they oh, yeah, shoot it in is. reverse. Um, let me find out. Because I think they use something specific in this scene, but I can't remember what it is. Um, Da, 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 da. Let me see here if I can find it. Um, let me see. Let me see. I thought I saw it somewhere here. Um, but yeah, uh, what, what do you think about that scene with the uh, it crawling on the wall and all that, how that was all shot? I think that was really well done. I think it was really cool how the the pillows right. erupted yeah. into stuff. Um, oh yeah, for, for for a good portion, they just used fire extinguisher foam. Um, so there's one part where the stuff crashes through a wall. They just use a bunch of fire extinguisher foam. Um, oh, I bet that's yeah. way everything, better. Everything else was Haagen-Dazs ice cream yogurt, um, things like that. Especially when they're, of course, when they're digesting it. Um, So uh, my, my question is, and it's been a long time, and I took a note of this. Uh, they go to, uh, after this, they're like, well, it's time to fight back. And somehow uh, Mo got a hold of explosives. <laughs> did they explain how, did, mm-hmm. was there a scene where he got those explosives? Or did he just, okay. <laughs> nope. Um, also in that scene where he gets attacked on the bed i forgot to take a note of this the stuff connects to uh mo's face and nicole's like don't worry i'm gonna light it on fire <laughs> i'm like that's a gamble yeah, like, really, that's... Like, <laughs> it worked though <laughs> it's like you want to think this plan out she's like nah absolutely not go light this motherfucker on fire right now um so they're like time to fight back so i'm gonna get this bag of explosives we're going to go to where they're pulling this shit out of the ground. We're going to blow up uh, a bunch of trucks and shit. <laughs> um, so they go there and it's like all these guys are brainwashed, like pulling out this stuff, um, all these workers and stuff. Now, <laughs> I don't know how much you remember this movie, not the stuff, but the movie I'm about to reference. Because it's been a while and I meant to go and be like, was that a, a plot point in this particular movie? And I think it was, but the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie <laughs> with Ivan Ooze. Remember that mm-hmm. movie? Wasn't that a plot point there where like yes. people were get, becoming like brainwashed by like 
some type of ooze product or some shit. And they were like all working like, like the different parents and stuff. Like that could have been a fucking thing. That was a thing, wasn't it? Where they're all working in like some type of mine and they're mining the ooze stuff or Ivan ooze. And they're all controlled by this. And it felt so much like the scene from the stuff where I'm like, did Mighty Morphin Power Rangers rip off the stuff? I'm looking. at the end, like they're trying to like snap all their like parents or whatever out, like being brainwashed by Ivan Ooze. This is such a I, I, this is such a weird reference, <laughs> but for some reason I took note of it. I'm like, I could swear that Power Rangers fucking ripped off the stuff. <laughs> for some reason, it popped in my head. Um, also, great thing. Um, uh, Mo is just sneaking around in a bright yellow jumpsuit. Um, that's always smart. You just put on a uh, yellow jumpsuit and just wander around and nobody fucking notices you. Even if you're knocking people out in front of everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still looking at this because now I'm too You curious. know what I'm talking about though? Do you remember that at all? No, dude. I mean, I, I no, I not really. I'm reading the plot. I don't see anything about him making stuff. I'm, and well, no, not not, not to eat. I'm not talking about to eat. I'm just talking about like um, I could swear he was like brainwashing him to like mine and like a certain thing. To I don't know if he, what they were digging up, but they were digging up something. But like everyone was like being brain controlled by Ivan News. It felt like the scene of the stuff. It's something that was similar. I don't know, but it felt like maybe I, I don't remember. Power Rangers ripped off this stuff. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Telling you. Uh, I haven't watched a movie in like 30 years, but <laughs> 20, 20 some years. I don't know. Two years. 20 days. <laughs> Something like that. I watched it yesterday. <laughs> <It's> an hour. <laughs> what? No, it's just so it's weird good. that I'm referencing Power Rangers the movie. <laughs> it just popped in my head. <laughs> um, uh, during the time um they still it's still a truck oh they still the truck with fucking jason on it right don't they just happen to run into jason at the fucking site he's in one of those uh, trucks okay yeah, they do. um to which moe's like oh, i'm just gonna steal this truck and nothing happens um he just steals the truck and everybody just watches it go uh but he does get pulled over by a cop yeah who's, who's, a, who's one of those old stuffies um, he's also the worst cop. Pulls out his gun. Uh, I think Moe says some joke about indecent exposure. Or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And then because of that, it, it feels like him and the cop have a big old case of the not gays. He's like, oh, fucking son, it's like your dick. And he's like, oh, I'm not gay. He's like, oh, yeah, you are. And just like, uh, okay, <laughs> cool. Great. Um, so, uh, Nicole, everybody's also a fucking idiot in this movie <laughs> because Nicole, yeah, Nicole and uh, uh, Jason are like, I know what the plan. Let's just walk Jason. over and pretend like we're eating the stuff. And this cop is going to be like, really? And it fucking works. Uh, the cop goes over there, they just knock him out <laughs> immediately. Just like, <laughs> wait, the, we can eat the stuff? And they're like, yeah, we're really hungry for the stuff. He's like, oh, me too. And he goes over there and they just knock him the fuck out. And that's the movie. The end. <laughs> uh, during this time, uh, Moe's like, all right, I know somebody we have to meet. Uh, he's kind of an urban legend. Uh, he's went underground, but uh, I think that he can help us in our fight. 
and um, we had to go get them. So they go to this place. It's this um, fortress and uh, they pull the truck up and it's a field and out of the field comes a whole bunch of random soldiers. <laughs> I guess they were just hanging out in the field because um, there's a shit ton of them. They all just pop up <laughs> and uh, they bring Mo into the facility, into the fortress and we're introduced to Paul Servino's character who's a renegade military leader. I guess he was some colonel at some point um, who went renegade and started his own militia because um, he is a insane conservative right-wing military leader that um, hates communism and is racist <laughs> and is uh, overall yeah. awful person um, as a character. But let me tell you this. Paul Servino is chewing scenery like a motherfucker in this movie. He has so many good lines <laughs> in it. Uh, it's really good. Um, and so Moe's like, hey, you should join us in our fight against the stuff. Because uh, we need your radio stations. Apparently, Paul Servino's character has just random radio stations in Atlanta or some shit. Uh, he's like, oh, I guess I'll help you. He's like, why should I help you? And he's like, communism? He's like, oh, <laughs> okay. Like, better not be them gays getting money like, for free. Um, and and Mo's like, yep, that that's what it's gonna be. He's like, oh, you, yeah, then you got my gun. Right. Here we go. Um, so they attack a factory. I think they go that back to that factory and they just fuck it up. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. And then they, uh, after defeating the factory and everybody committing high recarry, yes. uh, they all they, they take a bunch of taxis. Yep, they take a bunch of taxis in the most. That's yes, the voice you noticed. I was going to ask you if you person. noticed it. I was like, what is this? Was that, was that, that guy's actual voice. It was like. Louis Armstrong had sex with Fat Albert, and that voice was put on this poor, poor person. They don't show show him saying it. You just see the the cab driver, the back of his head. (laughs) (laughs) That had to be a voiceover dub, right? Yeah, it was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. We're just like, that's what this cab driver sounds like. And they get back to, uh, they get, does it take him to the radio station or the factory? It takes him to the radio station, right? Um, Yeah, radio station. I was like, oh, make sure you tip them 10%. Everybody, 10%. Come on, let's rally up. They go in there. It's like, we need a broadcast. And uh, he's busting balls and he's getting shit done. (laughs) Uh, Kid is following him around. Jason, he's still there. I don't know. <laughs> he's not adding anything. Um, Some reason they get to uh, uh, while they're setting up the broadcast, they're like, "Hey, Nicole, they'll believe you." For some reason, um, more on that in a little bit. Uh, Chocolate Chip Charlie shows up. He's like, "Hey, I'm here too," and they're like, "Oh, great! Th- thanks for meeting up with us. How how'd you know we were here?" Uh, and he's like, oh, huh? Doesn't explain that. No, not at all. He doesn't really explain that. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, weren't you supposed to go talk to the FBI for me? And he says he did, right? 
like, yeah, don't worry about it's it. It's fine. Like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. it. It's cool. <laughs> Chocolate chip, Charlie, motherfucker. He's like, she's like, okay, well, come. You can help me. He's like, all right. And they go into a, a sound booth together or into like the recording side of the sound booth. And um, turns out that uh, Chocolate Chip Charlie is um, possessed by the stuff or, or he's an alien. I don't know. Infected by the <laughs> stuff, I guess. No, he was infected by the stuff. Like, remember when he leaves, uh, every the lady from the diner goes into the back yeah. and there's like a whole bunch of the stuff. And now that he's alone, my yeah. assumption is yeah. that they force fed. Yeah, or or he just got hungry and he just ordered some. He's like, I changed my mind. I'm hungry now. Could be. <laughs> just... <laughs> now that I'm hungry, I've <laughs> kind of changed my stuff. feelings about um, this. So, so his head goes all woodly waddly and then explodes, and now the room is filled with stuff. So Mo. Breaks the window open, gets them out, but in, he stops the colonel from shooting the stuff. He takes the gun, and instead of just cutting a, an electrical wire, he decides to shoot the electrical <laughs> wire in half. And then he takes the electrical wire and holds it on the stuff until it bursts in the flame. And uh, then they go in and. Um, do the radio cast and sh- That's stores are taking down the stuff. All it took was a call being like, Hey, that yeah. stuff is bad. And, and Paul Servino being like, Hey, this, this stuff is real bad. And then just everybody's like, Oh yeah, let's burn this. Just everybody, everybody in the whole world was like, yep. Yeah. Let's boycott it because that's how reality works. Well, they did say it was aliens. They're like, aliens are infecting you by eating this. And it's like, well, that, but, but that might, might not risk it, it for that. People merely believe this crazy right-wing general. Yeah. They go, oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy. This guy talking about crazy, crazy fucking alien. Somebody yeah, hasn't heard crazy. about Alex Jones You're talking about alien food that, that controls your mind. Um, and probably he also slipped in something about Jewish space lasers or some shit. <laughs> They're like, yep, better listen to this fucking guy. It's like this whole time we could have just done this. All we needed was one radio broadcast. That's all <laughs> like just one advertisement. People are like, let's burn all the stuff. <laughs> We're done. With That's all. Um, <laughs> our wrap up scene is, uh, Mo goes back to, um, uh, Fletcher's office. And he's like, hey, you lied to me. You did know about the stuff. And he's like, fucking course I did. I fucking, I, I own the business that put it out. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Yes, of course I did, you idiot. Uh, and he pulls a gun on him and he's like, guess what? Uh, oh, before that, the, the other guy, one of the main guys I hired, fucking Mo, comes in the room. And he's like, guess what? I got a gun. So you both sit the fuck down. And uh, they both do. And Jason comes in with a whole box of the stuff. And he's like, all right, we're going to make you eat all this stuff. And uh, they do. And um, nothing happens. The movie just ends. <laughs> it's just your mind is like, well, I guess yep. they're going to be pretty fucked up eating all that. So, 
Well, I mean, it's that. Well, after that, they show a scene of oh, like yeah. a Where drug like, oh, deal yeah. happening with the stuff. Now it's a hard to find commodity, so there's like alleyway dillings, and yeah, you can like drug bills, yeah, and stuff, and of the stuff. happen. <laughs> there you go. That's the stuff. That's it. Do you feel like you learned anything? Do you feel Do you feel educated? No. 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 Well, well if somebody really. offered you the stuff, would you would you eat it? Okay, well, then you learn. No, you learn something because at the beginning, <laughs> I guess like, I was oh, educated then. Was healthy, I'd eat it, <laughs> but now, now you're like, I probably wouldn't eat it <laughs> because Paul Servino said on his radio stream, <laughs> his radio's channel, not to eat it. You're like, yeah, he's probably right. <laughs> Better do that. It felt like that movie ran out of time. It's like, just wrap this shit up. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, pretty uh, much. Would you recommend the stuff? I think it's okay. Yeah, it's a fun movie. I like the stuff. But I would recommend you watch, if you haven't watched any Larry Cohen, to watch Cue the Winged Serpent first, or It's Alive, or uh, God Told Me To. Most of these are on Shutter right now, so if you're Shutter subscription, just go watch them. Watch all of them. Watch everything. Yeah. <laughs> Check yeah. it out. Go watch them. All right. I guess that brings us to our next segment. Brings us to another yes, it does. curation of Blaze's cabinet of video game curiosities. Wow. Uh, all right, what game we got? Mm-hmm. Today we're going to talk about the game Faith, the Unholy hey, by George Trinity. Michael. Um, this made by George Michael's corpse. <laughs> um, so developed by Airdorf Games and published by New Blood Interactive, uh, it is an eight-bit game uh, that follows the patterns of classic eight-bit horror. Um, you play as a young priest. Um, and you find out that there's this uh, cabin where the family has asked for help because they believe somebody in the house was possessed. Uh, as you go through the woods, you start seeing these creatures that you have to ward off with your crucifix. And um, when you go inside, the house is pretty much empty and covered in blood now. So uh, it's really interesting how they do these like really realistic cutscenes in like eight, like. 24-bit graphics and then go back to 8-bit as the main game. So it actually does like with the music and everything the way they put it together, it it is kind of scary. And um, you'll see the symbols of this person coming uh, when they're trying to attack you. And as you go through the house, um, you'll get these uh, notes or journals left by other family members talking about uh, exactly what's been going on and how they've had to put this girl in the, the, the attic and chain her up because she's been going around and doing all these demonic things. And the further you go, the more it's like, Oh, okay, this is bad. And somehow opened a portal to hell. Um, so you, it's pretty much just ex- imagine how can I put this? Uh, imagine a horror Zelda, but with less 
graphic okay. capability. Right. <laughs> um, and it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be that way. And then that's why it kind of really surprises you when they jump into these like 24-bit cutscenes. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Like, um, So... But yeah, it, it's a fun uh, game. It'll actually take you some time because uh, a lot of the puzzles are hard to put together. And even with a walkthrough, it's still a good few hours. Um, nice. So I highly recommend nice. it. That's Great awesome. soundtrack, too. Uh, yeah, I'd play that game. And what all is it on? Uh, it is on Steam. It is on IKB. And it is on... Okay, cool. I think that's it. Maybe you got Steam. I think it's just check PC. it out because uh, you can you can put it in your yeah, cart. Yeah, it's great. A big old steamer, big old steamer. Yep, get a big old steamer. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley steamer. All right, that is another episode of Bladed Apples. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to reach us, uh, you can. You can hit us up on the email with a. Uh, request a thought a question whatever you want at bladed apples pod at gmail.com or just hit us up on the instagram we check that the most um give us a follow um who else should you follow stefan mize he does the uh artwork for the show so uh follow him on instagram crawling panther tattoo uh check him out out on there as well uh check out blaze blaze has a new project he's been working on called seller fluids uh yeah which is a new oh, uh yeah, thank you metal project he's doing um got a new tape coming out where you can buy that from him mm-hmm. uh well what are the details on that cool well, i don't know <laughs> i was just gonna keep I'm, bullshitting through it and you just scream like that's that's it see i knew <laughs> no idea <laughs> yeah I don't know shit. Horror themed, I don't know uh, fucking shit. Metal, um, slam. Uh, so uh, you can check that out. Um, and yeah, anything else to add? There you go, fuckers. Remember, See you every later, day is fuckers. Halloween, so please act accordingly. Bye. Bye, bye.